Good Bokhra Boysai! Ah! It's so amazing to be here in Johannesburg, South Africa. Can't believe it. I was in Shul this morning in the Rav, Rabbi Raf, I think that's his name. He just, he said one line to me and I went back to my seat and it, it hit me afterwards. Like he said, do you understand that you have Talmidim in South Africa. You understand what Siyat HaDashmai that is? And I said, you're right, it's tremendous Siyat HaDashmai. And then I went back to my scene and was like, wow. I'm in Eretz Yisrael, I'm in Ramah B'Chemesh. And I have to tell you, I said this over in Shal Shuz, but I have to tell you, my entire life, wherever I've been, there's always this line that people say, ah, Kalta Litvak, Kalta Litvak. And people have lines like this. They say, uh, they, they say about the Galiziana, they're like this, and the, the Hasidim are like that. And you come here to South Africa, where 95% of the people are Litvaks. I, I feel at home over here. And the Varmkite, Halavai, all Yidin should be so Varm. People, the hugs that I got, the kisses, the... People went out of their way. People walked 15 minutes this way and, 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 and setting up the house that way. You don't understand the the feeling. I've never had such a feeling in my life in any place I've ever been. So all these rumors are put to rest. There's no such thing as a katalitvat. We're the varmste yidin in the world. Now, if we want Mashiach to come, we have to stop with this labeling people. You guys are like this. You guys are like that. Everybody has milas and everybody has chesreinus, but the chesreinus of the Litvaks are not the tekal. Forget about it. It's stam. It's it's a bad rumor that I, I have no idea where it came from. So I want to say yishkoyach poisim lechfedas achsanya. I want to say yishkoyach to Ramosha Mafson Mafson and then his and his family and his father. I met the and there's another thing I was thinking about. Why? was Rabbi Mafson so matzliach with Kirov here, the changed South Africa. Everybody knows about the tremendous movement of Kirov. And I was thinking on Chavez that perhaps this is probably the only place in the world where you go into an Orthodox show and there's unaffiliated Jews, many unaffiliated Jews. They show up with their cars on Shabbos and they sit down next to the religious and the Fruma people and everybody's macabre them, the part of me office, and everybody feels part of it. And maybe that's why there's so much liach. Because the, the Fry Yid feels that he's, he's, that's in part of it. And I heard people, like, yeah, you tell a Fry guy here, you say, you're a Fry guy. No, no, I'm Orthodox. You're for, no, 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 I'm Orthodox. I'm an Orthodox Reform Yid. What are you talking about? I'm Orthodox. So, that Achtos and that Varmkeit that people have here made a tremendous hashpa on the whole Sviva and everything they do. And Baruch Hashem, I'm here. I see my good old friend, Mendy Oyerbach and his brother, who are the sons of Rabbi Oyerbach. I spoke a lot about Mendy in the Tavar Magal. Here he is. Yishkar for coming. No, because he makes me feel comfortable. He sits two chairs over for four years. He's been there. I got to tell you, one of the Varmstayidin I know, and there's no such thing as luck. Everything is Ashgacha Pratis. I looked it up now. 
two minutes ago, I showed it to Mendy. August 17th, 2019, which means three years ago to the day, but not yesterday and not tomorrow, to the day. Look it up. It was a Shabbos a week after Tisha B'Av. That's how I know. I was in a hotel in Cape Town, and the youth comes over to me, Shalom Aleichem, hey, my name is Leon Welcher, Shalom Aleichem. And it was exactly three years ago. So today is three years of a chazaka, of being tremendous Yididim. And he says, what do you do? I said, I, uh, I used to do real estate, and uh, but now I'm trying to, to, to give shiurim. I have something called the eight-minute daf. I told him what it is, synopsis of the daf in eight minutes. And he said, I want to make an app for you. I do apps. I did one for Usher, Reb Usher uh, Weiss. And I want to do one for you. Subsider. I said, okay, yeah, 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 sure. A lot of people th- said. And then I saw him, Mati Shabbos, at a restaurant. And he says, listen, I want to introduce you to Reb Usher Weiss. So I go to Reb Usher Weiss. And I, I, I start schmoozing with him. I say, I, I got to show you this. And I open up my video. I Because... Dalim told me Rabashu loves animals, he loves safari. So he said, Look at this. I was just the other day in this place where you could touch the lions. I sat on the lion, I gave an eight-minute daf. He looks at Leon and he says, This guy's a mushugana. <laughs> so Leon comes to me afterwards. He says, Listen, I know the Rav said you're Mashugana, but the Rambam says that all good things are done by Mashugayim. So it's a good thing you're Mashugana. And he so he didn't take, even though he's a big chassid of Rabashir. He took it with a grain of salt, Baruch Hashem. He liked the fact that I was a Meshuggah, and he went with it. And like a month later, he delivered an app. And since then, we use that app. We might have to upgrade it, because, you know, it's getting a shtickle outdated. But he said, He came, he said, he'll do. And tonight, the the Malava Malka here is sponsored by the Welchers. By the way, you don't understand the... His daughter, she thought that maybe my wife is going to walk. She walked 20 minutes this way, 20 minutes that way. The, the amount of chesed and varmkite. My kids were very picky about the people they like. They said, the Welcher, they've never seen something like that. Such unbelievable, nice people. So to be a schus for the neshama, Leon's shver. So tonight's year is sponsored by the Welchers and Greenfield family for the shloishim. Of Debbie Welcher, Greenfield, late father, Shlomo ben David, and the Shama should have an Aliyah, and he, I'm sure he's smiling down from Shemayim, seeing all the chesed that his Enik Lachdu and his, his Mishpacha does, his wife, the unbelievable stuff. So, Yishkoyach for having me. I think that's enough. Usually, I read emails. I have an email here that I just opened up tonight. It's by Yeshua. I get like 30, 40 emails a day, Baruch Hashem. And I read only the best. And some of them have pictures and videos. We're not going to do that tonight. But this one I thought was interesting. A little bit to do with tonight. It says Yeshua said Gaftor from something like that. Great Neck. I'll just spell his name. S-E-D-A-G-H-A-T-P-O-U-R. You figure it out yourself. He's from Great Neck, New York. He says he's a businessman with only a few hours a day to learn. And traditionally he spent his learning doing Ion and Chazara. But he realized that he wants to finish Shah, so he decided to join our Shir for Ksubas. He was, he was scared it wouldn't be as Gishmak, but his pleasant surprise, the Daf has taken over the second half of my morning say and I love it very much. Thank you for your time and teaching, clarifying the Gemara so clearly. I have a strong Kesha with the Nigesburg community in Muncie. I'm Sfardi, don't ask. 
But I was brought to, it was brought to my attention that a good friend, the Rebbe's son, Rebbe Yidid Leibovitz, was an avid MDYer. MDY, if you don't know, is Merkis Dafiyami, that's our Chabur, it's called MDY. I would like to donate 57 Gmarot, Lili Nishmat, both my father, Aaron Ben Avram, as well as Lili Nishmat, our friend Yidi Leibovitz was our uh, in-house graphic designer, and he's Nifter at a very young age from COVID, at the age of 40-something, suddenly he's just Nifter, Big tragic, tragedy for MDY. She's giving 57 Gemaras. We give out Gemaras. Anybody that wants to try this year, we give out a free Art School Gemara. And tonight we have Art School Gemaras here. Anybody wants to try this year, try it two, three times. Don't try it if you don't want to get addicted to learning. If you want to get addicted to learning, try it because you will get addicted. And uh, 57 Gemaras is a very nice donation. Please let me know where to make the check out to. I'm not sure what time difference in South Africa, but either Shabbat Shalom. Okay, Shkoyach. And then there's one more from Elazar Rosenthal, because I was in Medikway, and I set my camera up. There was a pool, there was a, you know, the, the water hole, and the animals were coming all day long. Elephants and zebras and this, and sometimes they had lions there. I wasn't there the lions. They said the lions come when people go on the game drive. So I set my camera up. It's going to be interesting for the people to see the animals go by. Three days in a row, 45 minutes straight, not a single animal came by. As soon as I turned the camera off, tw- I'm not kidding, 20 elephants came by. And you know, people in New York, they've never seen this stuff. I thought it would be interesting. In Milshir, 20 elephants, nothing. So the guy writes here, the Gemara tells us about people learning so intense that the fire appeared above and whenever they learn, fiery angels created. Maybe in the schuz of giving shit to thousands, you have angels there keeping scaring the animals away. <laughs> the opposite. I don't know what this guy's talking about. The schuz of those people should have been lions attacking zebras. Nothing. Who knows? The occasional animal we don't see. Fine. This is from Allah's Rodenstall. He has another shot. Anyway, let's get into the Gemara real quickly. Daf If you haven't done the Daf, you're not into Ksubis. I'm telling you, Ksubis is such a Geshmak and Every day, it's... Thing after thing here. Fine. We're holding the flam and aleph. All the way on the top. Um, like four lines down. Omalei Rava. So just a small review. The Gemara brought down different psukim. We're talking about the concept of Kamalei Bidaravimine. If a person let's say, kills somebody, and while he kills somebody, he rips their shirt, or somebody does an Avera, where he's high of Misa, can we also make him pay a knas, a fine? Could a person get the death penalty and pay money at the same time? So the concept is, he only gets one out of the two. And we give him the stronger one. Why brings different psukim that seem to say the same idea? So yesterday we had, the Gemara says, well, one of the psukim comes to teach us that if somebody kills somebody else, on the way up, he's potter. So just show you the pasuk. Maybe I can find it here. You know, usually we're in the basement and we have TV screens and we have a guy setting up the lighting and the cameras. And there's a whole situation. Over here, we're on the road. So it says in the Pasuk, So the apple is a lotion of falling down. It's a downward motion. 
that's when you're chayiv to go in galus. But if it's an upward motion, you don't go to galus. The Gemara says we don't even know how to do tshuva and something like that. You don't go to galus. You don't go to ir miklot, which, by the way, was in today's parsha. Ir miklot. Many did I forget somebody? I forget to thank the Who did I forget? Oh, I forgot. I, it's a good thing I stopped. I have to stop and say, you're not going to believe this. This is probably the first time ever that a Rebbe and a Rav flew in to see the Shear live. So I want to say Yishkoch to Rebbe Eli and Hillel, Rebbe Hillel and his son Eli, who, uh, Bernstein, who flew in from Cape Town on a Rebbe salary to see the Shear live. I was supposed to be in Cape Town. There they are. You know what? Come over here. Get over here, both of you. I don't know if you'll fit in the camera. Yishkoyach so much. Thank you so much for coming. Come here. Ellie, dip down here. Both of you, say hello to the camera. These two flew in from Cape Town. Well, how far is it? Two and a half hour flight? Two hour flight. Yeah. Two hour flight. They flew in. The wife, the wife, how do you say wife? The wife, she she booked the tickets without telling them a surprise. Unbelievable. Yishkoyach. Thank you. Thank you. Unbelievable. All right. Put the pressure on. So, says the Gemara, Amalei Rav, I don't need a Pasuk to tell me this. I can learn this from somewhere else. And we had this Gemara, if you're familiar, we, we learned this already. So here's the Pasuk. And if you look here, I don't know if you can see, in red, in the same pasuk we have, if you strike an animal, you must pay. It's a very interesting hekesh. Hekesh is when you have two words in the same pasuk, two concepts in the same pasuk, you can learn one from the other. And then it says, you must. If you kill a person, you die. So Bechiskia says something very interesting. Just like the first part of the pasuk says, you pay no matter what, in all situations, if you kill your friend's animal, it doesn't matter if you were sleeping, if you had intent, you didn't have intent, if you're upwards, downwards, shaking, maze, it doesn't matter, you pay. So too, the reverse is true. When you kill somebody, you never pay, no matter what. They're going to kill you. You might be Chayiv Misa, or you might not be Chayiv Misa, but you never pay. Just like you always pay by an animal, you never pay by a human being. Behema Adam. Okay. There's no difference whether he had intent or not. What's famous We just said, by the way, just see you We just said shaygig and So what's miskaven and name miskaven? Mendi, what's pshat? Miskaven over here means that he had intent to kill another animal. He was on a game drive in the safari. He took out his gun and he was trying to shoot the lion and by mistake he shot a zebra. They're both owned by Medikwe. It's all it's a whole uh, family mishpach over there. So he's chayiv. Doesn't matter if he was with the sword going downwards, upwards. That I showed you the pasuk already. No matter what, he's chayiv. So too, when you kill a human being, it doesn't matter whether it's shaking mezid, whether you had intent to kill this man, he killed that woman. You're always potter from pain. 
What happens to you is a different story. They might kill you. You never pay money for death. Hello, so, no, come on. So why do I need a special pasuk? Don't tell me that the pasuk that was extra that we had on Friday comes to teach you this idea of there's no difference between upwards, downwards. Here, it says Mefurish, this pasuk, this hekish, Adam, Behema, that teaches us the idea of there's no difference between upwards and downwards. If you blind your friend and you killed him through blinding him, what if he blinded his friend and at the same moment with another object he killed him? You see, his mom is trying to be Mikhaim, this pasuk somehow. He pokes him in the eye and cuts his neck. All at the same time. But it was at the same moment, two, two actions. One was to the eye, one was to the neck. Perhaps he'll take, maybe, okay, so now he's dead. He killed a guy. So what happens when you kill somebody? So I think he also has to pay for the eye. Ayin tachas ayin, as we know, as we're going to see. Means you have to pay. You don't. If you take somebody's eye out, the Torah says the eye for an eye. Well, we know that it's not an eye for an eye. You pay for it, but at the same time, you also kill them. Sis chayv misa. Yet a sra. The whole thing chayv misa. So maybe you should also pay for the eye and also kill him. That's why we need the positive to say that in such a case, not stama. I don't have that many jokes from South Africa. There was a, a schnar guy who was collecting money. He says he's blind. Goes around the whole time with a stick, blind. So a guy caught him reading the newspaper. He says, he got him. You're not blind. You're reading the newspaper. He said, I'm not, not, I'm not reading the newspaper. I'm just looking at the pictures. Okay, fine. <laughs> These are the jokes Mandy doesn't like. He says, <laughs> right, Mandy? It's a serious guy from South Africa. I told you. It's a different, a different breed over here. Zogdi Gemara. Forget about His whole question was from Bechiskia. Interesting. I have another Bechiskia that teaches me the same idea. So it's very interesting. First, we have to understand Pshat. How do we know this idea that it says Mephorosh in the Torah, an eye for an eye? How do I know it's not an eye for an eye? Who said? Maybe it is an eye. Maybe you poke somebody's eye out, they take it to Beznan, and they take a spoon and take your eye out. It says in the Torah. So the Gemara Darshans, it can't be. Why? Because by taking somebody else, by taking an eye out, you might kill him. He's not Chayv Misa. He only took somebody's eye out. We can't put a person in a situation where he might die. Okay, so that's what Bechiski says. But at the same time, we see this idea that we don't take a life and money from the one person. You can't take both. One Allah we learn from here that it's an eye for an eye. But another Allah we can learn from here that it's not both. You never, you never punish him. No, so let's say he dies. No, you don't punish him. Okay, the Rishonim discuss that 100% the same. Great. Just as a side thing, a lot of times I like to bring this up. I'm not 100% familiar with this, and I didn't like look it up on Google and everything you guys could do. If there's any doctors in the house that can correct me. But the Vilna Gain said 
and he lived, and you know, we're talking about Litvaks, so the, the Vilna Gaon is like the ultimate Litvak. He lived in Litva, and the Vilna Gaon said that the word Ayin, the I, is, is the letter Ayin, which is 70. And he says that the I has 70 muscles in it. He said that only recently did they discover that there's really 70 muscles in the eye. As I, that's what they say. Okay. So when you give a guy a fine, it's not logic. Logic dictates that if I destroy somebody's property that's worth $100, you pay $100. That you violate a woman and you have to pay 50 shekel, maybe it's 52 shekel, Maybe it's 39. So anytime there's a fine, it's a chiddush. It's, it doesn't, it's not based on logic. Oh, so if it's not based on logic, it's a chiddush. So anything that's a chiddush in the Torah, I would think, no. Not only do we take his life for killing somebody, but he also has to pay fine. Okay. But according to Rabbah, this is not true. Because it's a chiddush, the opposite. He holds the opposite. He holds the, it, you do pay a fine. So why do I need the possible? Says the Gemara, so the Ketana Kamo, the Rebbe Chananya ben Akavio. Oh, so the possible is coming to say this. Over here you have a chart. Tells you the idea of erichin. The idea of erichin is if a person says, "Here we have a child, we have a child, and we have an adult. We have all sorts of ages." Person says, "Erkoi alai." He points to that kid. Has to pay a certain amount. How much? You go to the chart. If he's a male, zacher. He's more than five years old. From five to twenty, you pay twenty shekel. If he's twenty to sixty, like this gentleman over here, in his forties. He pays 50 shekel. What if a guy is about to be killed? They're taking him out. He's in the handcuffs and everything. They're taking him out to the, 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 to recycle him. And a guy looks at him and says, Erko Eli. So that we had a machlaikis. And that's what we learned from the puzzle. That he's not, at the end of the day, a one time it says, he has erka. He has erchin on him. He's still he's still a zacher. He's still twenty five years old. Another no, he's worthless because he's about to die. That's what we learned from Kolcher. Says the official Mishnah. Let me find it. The official Mishnah is sponsored by Moshe Cohen for with Limanat Torah and Parnoso. Nairishin is So that's the beauty of the Afiyami Rabbi We're always starting new Mishnayos, new sugis in the Mishnah. There's no need to wait to the beginning of a parak or a Masechta. We can start right here, right now. And Bezer Hashem, in seven and a half years from now, when you get to Ksubis, Daflam and Ches, at the Mishnah, that's when you finish Shas. You don't have to start Shas at Brochus or Shabbat. Shas is just, this is a big circle. So it doesn't matter when you start. Start today. Nairish and Isarasov and Isgarsha. So... It says like this in the pasuk. Sorry, uh, sure. 
If a person violates, and the Pasuk says, there's three conditions. First of all, she's a Naira. Discuss in a second. Second of all, she's a Psula. She's still a Psula. She's a virgin. She wasn't engaged. Three conditions. That's when a man that violates her pays 50 shekel to the father. So again, we have the three conditions. Naira, Psula, Loyerasa. What's a Naira? So from 0 to 12 years old is a Katana. Naira is from 12 to 12 and a half, provided that she has Simonim. And from 12 and a half on, she becomes a big girl. She must be, in order to be liable to this fine of being ma'anas, a woman, she has to be in this narrow window of six months of nairus. But she also has to be a psula. In other words, if she's a giyores or shifcha or somebody had relations with somebody else beforehand, nothing. And also not engaged. Says the Mishnah, What if she was engaged? She wasn't. Now she's not engaged. Why? Because she got engaged and she got divorced. In those days, it wasn't just an engagement like we have today. In those days, they did erusin was 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 kiddushin. It was gave a ring, and she became a eshesish. A year later, they would do chuppah, and they would have nisuin. But the first part, the first step of Erosin is a very strong step. So she got divorced from that. So what's her, what's her status now? She's, she's a Psula, she's a Naira, and she was, she has a broken engagement. What is she? Does she fit into the third category of Loi Oirasa? So we have a Machloikis. No, she's not, it doesn't matter. Today, you're right, she's divorced, but since she was engaged for one minute, that's it. She's not in that category. Says Rekiva, she does have a knas, but something changes. What changes? Until now, her father got the knas. Why does he get the knas? We don't understand why. The Torah says so. It's a, it's a chidush. Father gets the knas. Since she got engaged, that's it. She gets a knas. She's in that pasuk, but she gets the knas. So we have to remember this for... A few minutes from now, we're going to see Rabbi Kiva says the opposite. Over here in the Mishnah, he says, Rabbi Kiva, yesh knas. She has a knas, uknas and she gets it. Ask the Gemara, my time, the Rabbi what's the reasoning? Why shouldn't she get a knas? She's not engaged now. She's not engaged. If she was engaged at one point, she loses her knas, says Rabbi you don't have these three things. You have Nairi Absul, but you don't have a lawyer Rasa. She was engaged at one point. That's it. She lost it. Rukiva Lavia. So Rukiva, no, you're right. It does say in the Pasik Lawyer Rasa. But it doesn't mean she doesn't get a class at all. It means that the father doesn't get it. Instead of the father, she gets it. But if she was once engaged, lots more she gets it. Ask the Gemara, wait a minute. How does it make any sense? If what you're saying is true, Rebbe Kiva, so say the same exact logic to the other two things. To Naira and Psula. She has to be a Naira. But if she's not a Naira, she's a Boigera, she's already 15 years old, she gets a Knas, but she gets to keep it. 
You don't say that. She's no, she's a begaris, there's no knas at all. Say the same thing for Psula. If she's a Psula, then the father gets a knas. If she's not a Psula, she gets to keep it. No, we don't say that. The only time Rebbe Kiva says it on the third thing. If she's was engaged at one point, the only thing that changes, she the father doesn't get it and she gets it. That's not fair. Let's be consistent throughout the whole passage on Nairam Psula as well. So the Yamara. Now people are going to tell me, after this is the first time I'm doing this, the computer is showing, and say, ah, oh, we like the days they used to hold a piece of paper and show, well, we don't like the big screens anymore in MDY. No, no, too bad. Don't even bother sending me the email. I don't care. We're going back to the screens. Say that. Okay. Fine. Right? And Leon Welcher used to send me paper from South Africa, fragments, because I, I, I only use the big giant one. So cases, okay, I have a lot of cases now, paper. Heaven needs... Uh, A3 paper, and it's all come schmooze with me. I got, I got, whatever. All right. Zogdi Gemara. Ashela Yerosa Yerosa in the Knaz. Rebbe Kiva. Ashela Yerosa Levio Yerosa. Well, here's the question. Nairo Veloi Begeres. The Torah tells us that the only one that gets a Knaz is a Nairo. And you, you, you understand from the Pasuk that once she's older, she's a Begeres, she doesn't get Knaz. Hachinami Lelatzma. Maybe the Torah means to say, not that there's no knas, but that the father doesn't get it and she should get it. The same way you learned the, the word, the same thing is psula. We understand that if she's not a psula, the father doesn't get a knas. Maybe it means that the guy still has to pay the 50, but she gets it. Hello. You're saying that, no, she doesn't get anything at all. So also when she gets engaged, there shouldn't be anything at all, not even to herself. Okay. We have a different limud. Yeah, so that's what we said until now. The Rebbe Zegliya says that if she was engaged, there's no knas at all. Rebbe Kiva yesh lo knas. And check this out. Look what Rebbe Kiva says here. Remember the Mishnah? The Mishnah says, Rebbe Kiva says, yesh lo knas, u knas la'atzman. She gets it. Over here, all of a sudden, Rebbe Kiva Oimer, yesh lo knas, u knas Unbelievable. Why would he say such a thing? It's different than what the Mishnah says. The father gets a knas. And he even goes on to explain, the Bryce explains. It makes a lot of sense. Since the father, if he marries off his young daughter, he takes any any money that the, the husband gives her, he takes for himself. And the father also gets the 50. What if this girl... She got engaged, broke the engagement, got engaged again. The father keeps on collecting the Kedusha money, even the second time. So too, the father should receive the money of a Knas, no matter how many times she got engaged and got divorced from the engagement. She, he, should, he should continue getting it. So says Rabbi Kiva in the Braisa. In the Mishnah, he said different. So then why, if there's no difference, according to Rekiva, does it make a difference if this girl got engaged? No. 
Even if she got engaged and broke the engagement, nothing changes. Before the father got the kanas, and after engagement, she, he continues to get the kanas. So then why in the world does the Torah say she's not engaged? Who cares? It doesn't even make a difference. You're right. It's not there to teach us anything, but to make Xerxes Shabbat. It says these words, That's what we call, Rashi explains, this is Xer Shava. Mufna, Mufna means, anytime you have Xer Shava, you have a word here, and a word somewhere else in the Torah, and they're the same exact word, we had the other day, they mean the same thing, we have the Shava, but we have it even better than that, it means the same idea of Haka, fine. But if you have the same word in two different places, and one of them is completely extra, we don't need it at all, that's a very strong Zer Shav, you can't break it. So, by, we have the two, everybody knows, a, a woman who's violated and a woman, a woman who was seduced. Both of them get a Knaza 50, but how do we know? So, He's learning from Xer Shava from the actual word Lairasa. What? Maybe it would be 50 prutas, 50 cents? Well, what do we have here? 50 rand? How do you know it's Kasif Shkalim, you know, serious amount of money? From this Xer Shava. Afghan Shkal. Rebbe Kiva, my chazis dash Lairasa, Xer Shava. Ask the Gemara. You can learn Xer Shava. From any one of the three words, why did he pick Lairasa word? Upsula Limutebula, and what do we learn from the word Upsula? To say literally, she has to be a Psula and not a Baula. Turning to Daflam Chesam Base, sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Zach the Rock. You know what I forgot to do? All the sponsorships. I'll, when the shear is over, I'll do it, and then maybe I'll put it in, in the beginning. Lenny Lura CPA. And Yankel Cohen, the official MDYMSP, and Hoodie Newman, in honor of Ellie, that's me. Whoever didn't hear the sheer, you'll fall for this. The real greatest Jewish basketball player who ever lived. That's not me. I mean, he thought it, whatever. He's, he's joking around. The guy spent $1,600 to, to make fun of me. It's fine. Aim Absula, Xerushava. Why are you taking the word psula and, and being literal about it and saying she has to be a psula? And if she's a bula, there's no knas. Use the word psula for the Xerushava and say that the word Asher Loyarasa, she wasn't engaged. That's literal. Who told Rebbe Kiva what to be literal with? We have three words Naira, psula, Loyarasa. He decided, Rebbe Kiva, that Loyarasa, the Torah is not serious about it. She could be engaged, not engaged, and we need it for something else, for Xerushava. Maybe the Torah wasn't serious about the word psula. Or maybe the Torah wasn't serious about the word naira. Maybe she could be 15 years old, 35 years old, and she's still getting a knot. Why those two words are you serious about and not Larry Russell? Be literal. Lashar Larry tells me that she can't be engaged. And if she was engaged and she got divorced, there's no knas at all. No. Leros is better to say this about Xerushava. Shareni Koyerba Nairab Sula. Because, look, at the end of the day, we have two things going for her. She's a Naira and she's a Psula. So who cares if she was engaged or not? Says the Gemara Adarabo. Psula Xerushava. No. 
Who told you that makes sense? Maybe psula is extra, and we're going to use that for Xerushava. It's more important that she should be not engaged, and she should be a Naira, rather than she should be a psula and a Naira. Now, if I, if, I, if I were to ask you, you were giving out fines, what makes more sense to you logically? Which woman deserves a fine, so to speak, more than the other? A woman who is a psula or a woman who was never engaged? Who would you give a fine to? Think about it. So we, we learned, and it sounds absurd, especially here in South Africa. I got to be careful what I'm saying exactly. I don't know who's listening. But there is a slave market. And sometimes the Gemara tells us that we won't call them slaves. Avadim, okay? Just in case. Uh... No, it's Joseph. She was joking. Fine. Sometimes the Eved is a, is a good Eved and the master wants to give him a Shifcha. So he goes to look for a Shifcha. What is he going to give him? He's going to give him a Psula. That has more value, the Gemara tells us, than a non-Psula. It's like that. So a woman that was engaged, sometimes, yeah, there's a little bit of a chsar. She broke an engagement, broke an engagement. But not, not so much maybe for an event. He doesn't care so much. Broke engagement, not broke engagement. But a psula, he's very mocked. So in Mela, it makes a little bit more sense logically that if the Torah says that one of the two gets a knas, I would say it means that she's a psula rather than she was never engaged. Says better than me. says, "What's the difference between a psula and a psula? Something changed in her body. There's a physical change. You can see it. Psulim and psulim. So in Mela, if she doesn't have psulim, she loses the knas. Such a woman doesn't get knas. But a woman was engaged. You know, there's nothing physical. If somebody didn't tell you, you would never know. So Mela, that woman doesn't get a knas. It does get a knas." How does Rabbi Yosei know this idea of 50 kesa? We just said we're learning Xer Shava. Rekiva uses a lawyer also. He says it's completely extra. Right? According to Rekiva, it doesn't matter if she was engaged, not engaged. She was engaged 25 times, broke all her engagements, and somebody's ma'anaser, she gets a full knas. So then why does the Torah say lawyer also? She wasn't engaged. Ah! The Torah just uses those words for Xer Shava to say that she gets 50 kesa. But how does Rabbi Yosef Lili know that? We had it a number of times in this Masechta. I will show you this chart. Maybe it will refresh your memory. I don't know if you can see, Rabbi Yosef. I'm sorry. If you don't see, you can see. There's two psukim. Top one is by Mafata, by somebody that seduces a woman. Bottom one is by the Oynas. Ma'anas. He violates her without permission. In the top pasuk, it says in red, Kesef Yishkoil. Yishkoil is a lashon of Shekel. So we know Shekel. And it says, Kemayar Absuos. By the Aynas, it says, Chamishim Kesef. 50. Now we don't know 50 what? It could be 50 Pruta, it could be 50 Shekel, it could be 50 anything. So the Gemara says, we learn one from the other. Aynas Mefata have something in common, and therefore we learn one from the other. 
We also don't know how much shekel the mafata gives. There's no number. It says it has to be shekel. It could be 10, 20, 30. But that it says by Yonis. So we learn one from the other and the other from the one. In other words, we learn 50 from Yonis and we learn shekel from mafata and we use both pieces of information for both. There's a lot of similarities between the Yonis and mafata. Says the Gemara, Yossi doesn't need Rebbe Kiva's Zereshava of Loyerasa, Loyerasa. He says, he learns it from Oynes and Mephato. It's 50. End the story. And we had a number of times in the Sechta. Oynes should be like a Mephato, Mephato should be like an Oynes. Fine. But the bottom line is, Kashi the Rebbe Kiva, the Rebbe Kiva. How in the world do we reconcile this Brysa? The, the Mishnah says, Mephurish, who gets the class of a woman who is engaged, according to Rebbe Kiva? She herself gets it. That's what changes. The father no longer gets it. She herself gets it. And then we learn in the Bryce that it's not true. Rebbe Kiva says, and he also goes on to explain why it makes sense logically that the father remains and he gets it all the time. The, the woman never gets the knas. So what do we do with this? It's a big contradiction. So the Gemara, we have nothing to do. It's a contradiction like that, we're stuck. You're right. It's two Talmidim. One heard this way, the other heard that way. They're both going in Rebbe Kiva. That's the best we could do. We don't have a good pshat, a good, a good way to work out of this contradiction. It has to be two Talmidim. Says the Gemara, okay, I'll roll with that for now. But Bishlam Rebbe Kiva, the Masnisin, I like, I understand very well the Mishnah. That what? That the father does not get the knas if she gets engaged. Something changes. If a woman gets engaged, something changes. What changes? Not that she doesn't get a knas at all. She get, there is a knas. Rabbi Yosef says no knas at all. That's what changes. That's a major change. But according to Rabbi Kivan the Mishnah, what changes? That the father doesn't get it, now the woman gets it. That makes a lot of sense, says the Gemara. Very good. And we learn from there that it's 50 shekel. But the way you're learning it in the Brisa, the, the simple words of the Pasuk don't make any sense. It says that the woman has to be a Naira, she has to be a Psula, and she was never engaged. The Brisa completely ignores the words Lairasa. For the same price, the Pasuk could have said a donkey. I don't know what. It's not a random word. It says in the in the positive that she's not engaged. You have to you have to rel- it has to mean something. It has to mean something to us. According to the mission, it means a lot. If she was engaged, something changes. The, the father doesn't get it, the woman gets it. So that's why the Torah says Rasa. Plus this Xerishava. And it's Mufna. Rashi keeps on saying it's Mufna, even though we learned something from it. But according to Rikiva the Braisa, nothing changes. Before she was engaged, the father gets the knas. After she was engaged and she broke the engagement, the father gets the knas. So then why in the world does the Torah say, The simple meaning of the Pasuk is completely lost according to the Brisa. Says Gemara, it's not lost. It says with a Samach, with a Sin, you say, with the Samach. That what? It means that she's not engaged today. It's very important that she's not engaged today. 
if somebody violated her while she's engaged, there's no knas. Now, as I explained before, if she's engaged, it's not a joke. It's not like today, engaged. Over there, she becomes a Eish Sish. If she's Mizana, Chayv Misa. She's literally married in a way. It's a half marriage. So what happens if a guy violates a woman who's engaged in the time of the Gemara? Does he pay a knas or not? No. Why? Come lay, but there are We have to kill him. We have to put him to death for violating a married woman. So there's no knas in that case. So how can you tell me that the word Asher Lair Rasa is coming to exclude a woman who's engaged? Of course she he doesn't pay knas. Says Gemara Rusev Askili, he deserves death. I don't know if it's possible that they lower it down over there because because I don't have a good recording. Shkoyach. Says the Gemara. No, I, that's why I had this mic, but it's not working and whatever. Okay. Ashela Erosa. Arusa Vaskili. Two more minutes with that. Don't worry about it. Once again, the whole idea of a knas is a chidush. It's not logic. It's a, it's a special concept. So, I think, yes, you're right. This guy, he violated a married woman, and Arusa, not married, but she's an engaged woman, an engaged woman, he's Chayiv Misa. Nevertheless, I still think that he has to pay a knas. Why? He has to pay a fine, because the whole idea of fine is a chidush, and when it comes to chidushim, you can, there's no common with the rabbi with a chidush. Well, the rabbi, the Omar, the same thing we had earlier. It's Chazar now. According to Rabbah, you're right. It's a chiddush and he does pay. So then why does the Torah say, lawyer awesome? You're right. Rabbah must agree to the better pshat that we thought. The, the pshat that made more sense to us. That what? That the pasuk is not completely out there. Asher lawyer means something to us. That what? That if she was engaged, Something changes, that what? The father no longer is entitled to the knas. Now the, the knas goes directly to the girl. Who gets the knas? <laughs> what is going on here? Look at this. This violator guy. He has to give lahavia nara. It's in red. It's mefurish in the pasuk. Who gets a knas? There's no, there's no or nothing. It's simple words. The father gets the knas. End the story. Hamishim kosev veloisi elisha. He has to marry her if she wants to marry this violator guy. He has to marry her. He can never let her go. Says the Gemara. Vyeshoyimrim laatzma. She gets the knas. Laatzma amai. It's a mafurish apostle that the father gets it. How in the world could you say it goes through? No, we're talking about our case that we discussed until now. She received a ring from somebody. She was Zaruso. Then she broke that engagement. Not, you can't just break an engagement. You have to give a get. Right? It's, this, it's serious engagement. So... That's exactly our sugya. According to Rabbi Kiva and our Mishnah, she's entitled to the get, to the to the knas. That's exactly what we're saying. She gets the knas when 
if she was engaged beforehand, she broke the engagement. Listen to this. A guy violates a woman. He's chayev 50 shekel. Before he has a chance to give her the 50 shekel, he sends a hitman, the killer. Oh, so now he gained something. What? He doesn't have to pay the 50 shekel anymore. Why? Because she's dead. How do we know this? You don't pay to somebody that's dead. Says This idea, this if she dies, does the violator still have to pay the father? It was not so simple to Rava. Abai just says it as if it's a push the thing. Rava had a big question. The boy Rava, and we might repeat this tomorrow, but we'll just read it until we get to the bottom. The boy Rava, yes, beggar bekever, or ain't beggar bekever. Gishmak. Could a person mature in their grave? In other words, this girl, she's violated when she's 12 years old, and now she's entitled to Knaz. Then she dies. And until they bring the violator to Bezdin and they mechaev him for everything he did, she dies. Does she mature and become a begeres in the grave? We'll say, okay, now she's not, she's not 12 years old anymore. Now she's 13. It took a whole year and you know how the court systems go until you come, go. Now he doesn't have to pay her anymore, maybe. But maybe she, maybe he still has to pay to the Irish, to the son. And the Gemara is going to ask, how in the world does she have a kid? She's only 12 years old, 12 and a half years old. How does she have a kid? And that's Tamara Sugya. Rabbi Sai, have a wonderful evening. Yishkayach for having me. A good Thank you very much. Thanks to the host. Thanks to, to Leon and everybody else. Thanks to, of course, Mendy, the Tavar Magoman. Yishkayach.